What's up, everybody? Hey, guys. We have had... Oh, I just saw the microphone. <laughs> you thought it was really stuff plugged in. <laughs> We've been having some freaking technical difficulties, y'all. Like, But we're committed. I know. <laughs> Man, we are committed. Right. We like you. We like you. <laughs> so, what's up? Oh, who are you? I'm Velma. I'm Daphne. Welcome to Stir the Pot. Welcome to Stir the Pot, everybody. I'm, I'm going to call you out because I almost forgot about this earlier. Um, what did you forget on the episode the other day? Oh, I did forget to put the intro. I was I thought for the last one that I just published on <laughs> Thursday, I had it in there. Yeah, or you did. whatever day I last published it was. Yeah. Friday? What's mm-hmm. today? Saturday? Mm-hmm. So Thursday I posted it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I had it on that one. But yeah, the last two before that. Totally forgot. My bad. I Bolts. just thought that was the funniest thing. So how you been? What's going on? How um, are you doing? I've been good. Not a whole lot is going on for me. I'm just... Didn't you have something going on a couple low. weeks ago? Well, yeah. Well, I just had my birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. How was your birthday? It was great. I drove to Nashville and mm-hmm. saw one of my... I feel like I did talk about this on the last episode. You talked about it briefly, Nashville, yeah. yeah. You got me uh, matching... Or not matching, but... Um, we do have a little matching clasp, uh, uh, permanent bracelets. Yes, from NV Beauty Bar. Yeah. Super cute. I know. They're really cute. We got you a new... A new, uh, yes, Devil's Lettuce Apparatus. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I love that name. <laughs> yep, it's pink, and it has, uh... It's a bong. Oh yeah. It's a pink shiny glass bong and uh-huh. you can put the top part in the freezer it's got like freezer gel in it mm-hmm. so it in can the make glass it cold. yeah so it stays super cold mm-hmm. super dope yeah i love it i'm yep. just so happy that oh my god if you for my birthday yeah on that note i'm just gonna go into the reef report yeah because we're gonna be smoking out of your new bong today what's its name phoenix Mm -hmm. Um, so we're going to be smoking more, I mean, of course we're smoking weed, but we're going to be doing a mixer (laughs) again, and we're mixing it with the Tropical Shipwreck from Love Bud. This is one that is best to be used with sativa blends. Okay. And it smells like strawberries. It smells so good. Yeah, when you, as soon as you opened the packet, I was like, Mm -hmm. looking for... Oh, it kind of tastes like strawberries, it too. It does, doesn't it? I'm really impressed with this so far, but we'll see how it affects our yeah. little high. And so see us at the very end of this episode for the briefer review. Oh, you get to pick this week. What are we going to try no, today? How do I immediately forget? Because you were, like, trying to prep me when we walked yeah. up here, and then I... I even told you to go grab a chaser. Yeah, which I did. Uh-huh. Got my Dr. Pepper. You get to pick this week. Ugh. What are we eating today? Basilisk. Ooh, do you know what a basilisk is? I do know what a basilisk is. It's when you take a snake egg and you put it in a chicken's nest. Uh-huh. And I feel like they completely missed the mark because they could have called it a bitchin'. Instead of a basilisk, take a snake egg and put it into a chicken's nest. But why bitchin'? Why basilisk? Because it's a whole new creature. Where'd the bee come from? And Where'd the... M- m- is basilisk mixing two words together? No. <laughs> but, like, 
they had an opportunity to call it a bitchin because it's part chicken <laughs> and part what? Wouldn't Snake. it be? Wouldn't it be snitching? The bitchin snitching, <laughs> getting a stitchin. Oh God! I guess I'll open it. And you know what? I don't feel good, so there's a large chance I'm going to be throwing up after this. Or as soon as I put it in my mouth, I mean. Oh, God. It, like, looks gross, too, in there. I want people to know I was holding my breath and I was trying not to cough. I gave her an out at the beginning of this episode. Yeah, well, and I, I give don't her an out chicken out. Every... I, don't know, I don't know how to open this. I give her an out every episode. I feel bad. Because I said I would do it. But I just didn't anticipate it being this disgusting. <laughs> okay, did you look what was in it yet? I did not look what okay. was in it. Should I be afraid of what's in it? I didn't look either. Alright, let me go. I should... Oh. It's literally a Slim Jim. Yeah. You say that I as know. if it makes it any better for me. I, I don't know. like Slim Jims also. I know. Oh my god, I might have to bite this with my mouth. Oh. <coughs> I can't even I can't even chew it. I'm really sorry. I it touched my tongue and I immediately started gagging. <laughs> but this one is not as bad as the other ones were. I will say that. That's hysterical because I absolutely disagree with you. Really? I don't like this one. I feel like it's way too chewy. Let me see what's in the basilisk. Yeah, this one's really, really chewy. I don't really like the flavor what's in the basilisk one. Mm -hmm. See, I feel like the flavor was not as bad in this one. Want another bite? Kinda. Let me try. Okay. Yeah, this one's like firmer. Yeah, it's pretty firm. It's definitely chewier. Never mind. Okay. Why don't you take the meat out mm. <laughs> of, like, the, the shelling? That I can't. Okay. Do, do you want me to do it? No. Okay. Thank you, though. That okay. was a good idea. Would you like to know what it is? Yeah. It's alligator mixed with beef. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Makes sense for basilisk though, because mm -hmm. it's there's some kind of reptilian in there. It's a mild alligator mixed with beef. A mild alligator, like mm -hmm. mild personality, or <laughs> oh no, I don't like this one. <laughs> I'm sorry you don't like it. Save it and Fred will eat it. Okay, this one was not good. So interesting that I thought it was better tasting than the other ones. Yeah, I don't like one. Mm, definitely not. Can it's... I have some of your chaser? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that one I thought was rough. I don't like that one. It's just—it's definitely the texture for me that's the mm -hmm. biggest problem. That's definitely where I mm -hmm. can't handle it. That one I thought was a lot chewier than the other ones. The other ones are a little bit softer. I think I would like it chewier. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that was my water bottle. That was the basket we just ate. That was a bad... <laughs> so... Oh my gosh. In honor of your birth... Sorry, that was a hiccup. I'm sorry. I cannot control them. <laughs> she looked like so apologetic to me, and I'm like, don't be sorry. It happens. <laughs> you scared me. Um, in honor of somebody's uh, oh yeah birthday. How old did you? Specific turn? birthday. Our specific birthday. How old are you? I'm now 28 years old. So how old were Venti you? Oto. How old were you last year? 27. 
Oh my goodness, do you know what we're talking about today? 27 years old. Could it be the 27th Club? We are talking about 27 Club. The 27 Club. I'm out of it. Uh, yeah, you officially cannot be, can't join anymore. Nope. You are officially cannot elite. be killed. Yep. I'm now immortal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's also known as Forever 27 is another name that I heard, which I like that name too. Like the store? Yeah, Forever 21, Forever 27. <laughs> Actually, I feel like either one of these names are pretty morbid for what we're about to be talking about today. Yeah. Like, this isn't a club you want to go be a part of. Right. I saw a TikTok of this lady who was, uh, like, one of four babies ever abandoned at an airport, at least in the United States, I'm pretty sure. You but it could be in the this, world. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But she... The way she introduced herself was, I'm part of the airport babies club. And she said, we are not actively recruiting or looking for members. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly what this <laughs> one is, Because it's too. four people who were That's crazy. abandoned at an airport. Right. And she's the only one who it took the longest to find her family. Which That's is interesting. crazy. Mm -hmm. All the other cases were solved within a couple of years. Hers was only solved, uh, like, within the last five years. And she's, really? like, an adult. And she was abandoned as an infant. This and maybe I'm sure that there's a lot of underlying factors to this. And I also was not adapted, so there's certain things I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I feel like if I was abandoned, abandoned at an airport or abandoned in general, mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't go out of my way to look for my family. There's a pull to know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this lady. There were a lot of extenuating circumstances involving, like, social pressure and stuff uh, that went into why her uh, mother, at least, chose to do that. Yeah. What she did. But. And there's also different yeah. countries have different, like, rules, you know? Like, it's very. This, I'm, this was in the U.S., I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. But um, there have been literally. I don't, I don't remember what yeah. the facts are. I feel like there's only been four babies ever abandoned, like, in the world. Maybe we'll do an episode on it. I definitely will do an episode on it. Because that's interesting. I love airports. Yeah. And this is another unique club. Yeah. Oh, true. That's right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I fucking derailed you. No, you're absolutely fine. <laughs> yeah. It's totally fine. This is going to be a, probably an entire few episodes of derailment because Excellent. I feel like the first... First part of this whole episode is a lot of people that you know, but mm -hmm. you may not know the names. Okay. So okay, this is okay. definitely going That's to fair. be a little bit of an older school thing. So like, uh, I see when mean. I'm talking about Jim Morrison, yeah. like that name sounds familiar, I'm sure. Right, but I don't quite. Even the doors <laughs> probably sound familiar. Oh, yeah. But probably putting those two together. Yep, I would not have. Wouldn't yeah. have done it. Yeah, so I see what you're I'll probably be playing some music. That's Did me. you hear a meow? I'm hearing shit. Yeah, you are. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> it's because we're talking about something kind of uh, spooky. Yeah. This it, is a spooky ooky one. It is. It's. It is kind of spooky mm -hmm. because there's a lot of underlying information that makes us very bizarre. Yeah. So the Twenty Seven Club is a very large group of mainly rock and roll musicians, but do extend out to artists mm -hmm. and poets and things like that. That died of the age of 27 mm -hmm. actors. Um, there's over 50 people on this list. Okay, and this is like the official 
list. There's certain people that like can be added on it that were like smaller town mm. people that died at the age of 27, but there's no official list. Okay, okay. okay. It's just it's a made up club. Right, sort right, of. right. <laughs> uh, so there's no true. You know, I they don't yeah. actually have like a, an entrance badge. You know, you don't get like a little pin. But anyway, oh my gosh. Rock and roll or celebs in general have a lower life expectancy of 25 years. Whoa. Less than the average person. Wow. And that was a very interesting little tidbit. That is However, them dying at the age of 27 is sadly not exciting. Um, sadly. <laughs> because, meaning, they actually, there's been tests run by doctors and whatever mm -hmm. and like statistics run they more people die at the age of 27 than they do 26 but then less than they do at 28 oh so what every year you're you get older you there's more, more people less, more likely more to likely. die that's right that's right yeah <laughs> so jeez that's fucking brutal yeah so every year you live it's more likely for you to kick it yeah yeah isn't that sad? So really, what am I escaping? Yeah. You're still... <laughs> it just got more likely You now. just now can't join the club. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, now it's not cool. Right, you won't be cool anymore. Right. But... Ever again. <laughs> the only difference is, is their lifestyle is usually a little bit more crazy, a little bit more hectic. There's right. rock and rollers. There's lots of drugs and alcohol and fun stuff, uh -huh. which... The people that are in the 27 Club, all of them are, all their deaths are related to drugs or alcohol. Okay. Or some type of violence. Okay. So either suicide, yeah. homicide, accident. So mm -hmm. like car accident, something like that. Okay. Um, most of them are not, or none of them are like natural causes. Right, 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 right. So um, the club became popular in the 70s. This is when they were kind of created. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't there like a bunch were all close together? There were four within two years. Okay. Four big names, which right. I'm going to absolutely cover. Okay. Um, but Brian Jones was the first one. Jimi Hendrix was the second one. Mm -hmm. Janis Joplin and Jim Morrison. So Brian Jones is part of the Rolling Stones. Okay, that's the only one I didn't know. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, because he was actually kicked out of the Rolling Stones. Oh. But I'll get into all that in just a little bit. Okay. Um, there are dozens of songs that have been created about this supposed club since that time. Um, Fall Out Boy came out with a song in 2008 called 27. Uh-huh. Where uh, Daugh Daughtry... You know Daltrey? Yes. Um, Long Live Rock and Roll in 2013. Okay. And the lyric is, they are 27 forever. Jimmy, Janice, Brian Jones. Okay. Um, this one's kind of a sad one. Mac Miller. Yeah, I'm so sad. Um, brand name, the song, has a lyric to everyone who sell me drugs, don't mix it with that bullshit. I'm not hoping to join the 27 Club just yet. Damn. And he died at the age of 26. Yeah. From. A somebody laced it with fentanyl. Somebody laced it with fentanyl. Oxycodone. Um, they laced oxy with fentanyl? Mm-hmm. And I don't know much about fentanyl. Um, I don't know much about oxys either. 
I know a lot about weed, but I know that that is not good. I've had, I've known three mm -hmm. people in the mm -hmm. last like six months to die from fentanyl. Yeah, and that's it's scary. Evil, evil, evil. Mm -hmm. All of these deaths are like either overdoses or accidents, and all of those kind of come with questions. Almost every overdose, every type of thing that you right. have is not cut and dry. Cut and dry. Um, another one of my peeps that I'm going to talk about, Adore Delano, which is a drag queen, mm -hmm. um, who was also on Love Island. <laughs> um, I've never watched Love Island, but she's a very, I'm a big fan of her. She's so, she's everything I want to be. Anyways, <laughs> she has a song called The 27 Club, and one of the lyrics are All the Legends Die at 27. And it was 27 when she came out. She's oh. still alive, but... Um, Good job. Yeah. She made it past, but mm -hmm. she's she's really cool. But, like, there's been that in literature and whatever all through since then. So taking a step back, we're going to go through the first couple that made this a club. Yep. The, the first club founders, okay. if you will. Um, which makes it sound awful. Lewis Brian Hopkin Jones, or Brian Jones, mm -hmm. um, also known as Elmo Jones. Okay. He was born on February 28th in 1942. He was British. Um, he's best known for finding, finding? If he's, a, if he's a founder of a band, did he find the band? He found the band. He found so it. He's a founder. He's best known for founding the band. Blah, founding blah, blah. the band. Mm. Okay. <laughs> he's best known for finding the band. <laughs> well, like if he's a found, found. Okay. He's a Hufflepuff. He's a Hufflepuff <laughs> finder. He's a particularly good finder. <laughs> what the hell is a Hufflepuff? Um, We're very good finders. <laughs> well, he finded. Um. The Rolling Stones. Okay. Do you know any Rolling Stones songs? You can say Yes, no. I do. Okay. I do, but not off the top of my head. Okay. I figured that I would be playing a couple songs for you, just so you knew who they were. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Paint It Black? Yeah. Rolling Stones. Yeah. Okay. Everybody knows that song from Wednesday. Oh, I know it from Guitar Hero. Yeah, I know it because my dad it was, was raised in the seventies. No, go ahead. Nice. No, no, no. Sorry. That was all I was gonna say. <laughs> it was sick in Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. And she did it on the cello. Yeah. Fun fact for you about the cello. Did you know it has the range closest to the human voice? <gasps> Ooh, mm -hmm. I love that. Me too. That's why um, it always oh, sounds so enchanting. Yeah, that makes sense. I love, and like we're going to be talking about a lot of music the next, right, 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 right. this whole episode. Um, but he was the founding father of the Rolling Stones. I got to get past this. <laughs> and also the lead guitarist. <laughs> ah, I got to get past this. <laughs> okay. He I'm out of that era. He founded, he founded Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones. Um, he also played many other instruments. Um, and he did that backup vocals. Okay. One thing, you are a guitar. You play guitar. I am a guitar. <laughs> I was gonna say you're a guitarist, mm -hmm. but I didn't want to call you out for saying that you're a guitarist because I didn't know if you were a guitarist if you had to be a professional. I don't know oh. how this works. 
I am a guitar. You are a guitar. <laughs> I do. Yes, I do play guitar. So one thing that I've guitar. heard, mm-hmm. and from what I've read, in order to be a good guitarist, especially acoustic, your singing voice has to be pretty well good as well. Huh. I never thought about that. Okay. Interesting. Because you also have a good singing voice. Some say Sorry. that. Some say that. <laughs> well, either way. Um, the Stones were founded. <laughs> I gotta get going! This is gonna come back to haunt me! <laughs> the Stones that were rolling have been founded. <laughs> In 62. Jesus. 18? 1962. Okay. 1962. And they also Damn. were known to have this new sound... Where it was, it weaved the lead guitar and the bass guitar sounds together, so you were. It was hard to tell the difference between the two. Ooh, I read this from a website. Okay. I know <laughs> very. Little. I do know music. I enjoy yeah. music. I can play music. Um, guitar, rock and roll is not my thing. Yeah, I'm trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> I can play a mean. I won. A Louis Armstrong award once <gasps> for my trumpet playing. I love Louis Armstrong. He did not die at the age of 27. That's so okay. back to um, these. I, I found that if I stay focused, uh, <laughs> I'll get the episode done. <laughs> Jones in the. Okay. So after 1962, they started making it pretty big. They got a new manager. Um, Andrews Long Oldman is the name of this new manager. Okay. Apparently, Jones, uh, who had founded this thing, did not necessarily get along with this gent. He had developed, at this point, it was the late 60s, drug and alcohol problems, which affected his performance big time. Um, I also found out when I was reading all this stuff, LSD, acid, cocaine, those were rich people drugs. So... Those so are the people weird. that had money. Mm-hmm. Um, nowadays, drugs are drugs. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. a lot of the, in the 60s and 70s, psychedelics was a huge thing. Right. Like, you see all these paintings, the art styles mm-hmm. of everything. It's a, it was very influential. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so funny because that's when these guys, like Brian Jones and Jim Morrison came from mediocre families, you know, right. that were in the middle. And the American dream. And the American dream stepped up and started taking LSD and then things get out of control. Right. Um, not saying that LSD is bad, but in... In large quantities. <laughs> I think it, it was not regulated. Yeah. What are you doing now? I'm, I've, I've got to get closer because I want to lean back, but I feel like um, if I lean back in my chair... I'm too far away from the computer to pick up my voice, Uh, but my back hurts so bad. So, (laughs) drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So he started getting on a lot of drugs. Alcohol was also a big thing at this time. Yeah. So he was drinking, affecting his performance, was not doing so well. June of 1969. Okay. 1969. The band of the Stones. Yep. Told Jones, we're done. You gotta go, buddy. We... Sorry. We are doing better without you. Yeah. Like, you are bringing us back. It's so hard. Less than one month later, July of 1969, 
he was found drowned in his pool. Oh. Around midnight by his girlfriend. Oh my gosh. The death was real. I really love this. Okay, let me <laughs> not say that. I really find this cause mm. ruling um, very interesting. Okay. His death was ruled death by misadventure. Oh. The amount of times I've read death by misadventure right. in the story is so weird. And I've never heard of it before. Like, death by asphyxiation has come right, up. But, right, like, right. misadventure, what does that mean? I was hiking, like... Yeah. I was Racking searching... brain, trying to figure it out. Yeah. So, anyways. Um, two days later... Hold on. <laughs> I love that, though. I'd love my... My cause of death to be misadventure. Right? Um, That's some medieval shit. Exactly. Um, he went for a journey and did not return. He went for a <laughs> death by misadventure. He went for a journey. He went to go search for Bigfoot and got eaten by a yes. panther. Um, <laughs> there was a murder theory that comes back every couple years. Okay. Um, but police have never found anything to support it. Uh, supposedly, what the theory was was Jones's limo driver. Okay. <coughs> um, was chatting with a gentleman that was doing construction on Jones's house at the time. Okay. And he, the construction guy, had admitted to the driver that he had killed <gasps> Jones. For fun? Uh, just admitted it. Just said that he wanted to pay. Jones was cheaping and cheapening him out of money or something. Oh damn! So and maybe so, like could be some kind of crime of passion. Like, yep. The construction guy was like, "Hey, buddy, like time to pay me." And Jones was like, "Not a chance." Exactly. So the construction worker was like, "Guess I'm gonna kill you." Right. But then, <laughs> but then the driver redacted it later. Oh. So of course. Strange. Yeah. Um. So we don't know if that's actually real or not. But either way, death by misadventure. Uh, he was buried ten feet deep, as they, opposed to the regular sex. six. Yeah, the regular sex. I don't know why. Yeah, he was, and there's a reason. He was buried ten feet deep. They bleached his hair white <sighs> and had a locked safe, so that way nobody can go and steal stuff like trophies from his grave, right? And grave robbers. Because that was still kind of a problem at that time because you could get money for a cadaver. Right. You know, um, and getting something from the stones in the 70s right, when they're. That was yeah. a big thing. What the fuck? So only two of the other band members went to his funeral. Ooh, that's so sad. Uh, two days after he had died, the, the Rolling Stones had had a free concert that day. Uh, they did dedicate it to Jones, and they started the concert by reading Adonis by Percy, mm, Percy Bysshe Shelley. <laughs> Is that how? B-Y-S-S-H-E. I ain't a clue. I'll let you read the poem. <clears throat> this is how they started it. Okay. Adonis. Mm-hmm. Peace, peace, he is not dead, he doth not sleep. He hath awakened from the dream of life. Tis we who lost in stormy visions keep, with phantoms and unprofitable strife, and in a mad trance strike with our spirit's knife. 
in vulnerable nothings, we decay. Like corpses in a charnel, fear and grief convulse us and consume us day by day, and cold hopes swarm like worms within our living clay. The one remains, the many change and pass. Heaven's light forever shines, earth's shadows fly. Life, like a dome of many-colored glass, stains the white radiance of eternity, until death tramples it to fragments. Die, if thou wouldst be that which thou dost, if thou wouldst be with that which thou dost seek, follow where all is fled. That is scary. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit of a mouthful. And- a little bit of a mouthful. <laughs> Um, that's why I had you read it, because once again, I got a little bit of a lisp. There was a lot of stouts. There was this. a lot. Um, but that was read at the very beginning of their concert that they had dedicated Whoa. to him. Who is this by? Um, Peter, nope, Percy. Peter, Peter. Percy? Percy Jackson. B-Y-S-S-H-E. Shelley, S H E L L E Y. I just want to know what the fuck this guy's about. Percy. This is also a much longer poem. Oh. This was just part of it Damn. that was read for this. Okay. So this guy was one of the major English romantic poets, a radical in his poetry as well as in his political and social views. I'm very interested to know. Didn't, didn't get famous until he was dead. Always. Yep. Life of a poet. Yep. Life of a poet, indeed. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. So, that is Mr. Brian Jones. Right. We're going to move on. There's so much more to cover on these. <laughs> I'm just going over some basics because okay. I got a surprise for you at the very end. Okay. So we're going to move on to the next one. Next one is somebody I've fallen in love with doing this research. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix. Uh, Don't get me wrong. I have always enjoyed Jimi Hendrix. Do you know Jimi Hendrix's music? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so then mm-hmm. I'm not going to worry about playing anything for you. Um, originally born uh, Johnny Allen Hendrix. Um, was born on 11-27 of 1942. Okay. He was regarded as the most influential guitarist in history mm-hmm. of popular music. Um, he was born in Seattle and started playing at 15. He enlisted in the army at the age of 61, but was discharged a year later. That's right. Can I tell you again of how he was discharged? I have to say this yeah, in the yeah, story. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah. it's relevant. Right. And like this to me shows one. How revolutionary he was. Two, how smart he was. Fair. And three, how conniving he was. (laughs) Which isn't meant as a bad thing. Right. When you're in rock and roll, you kind of got to wheel and deal a little bit, right? He was wheeling and dealing for sure. So he enlisted in the army. He didn't wait to get drafted. Mm -hmm. As soon as he got there, at this point in time... In 61, it was very much so a do-not-ask-do-not-tell policy. Mm-hmm. And this was at the time of Vietnam. And they Damn. just didn't want to know. Don't ask, don't tell. 
he went to the psychologist there several times saying that he was so attracted to all of these men in their military uniforms Mm -hmm. that he was just relatable having a hard time focusing Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the psychologist psychiatrist therapist kept saying just don't talk about it just go back to work do your thing you know take it easy buddy take it easy buddy (laughs) and he would made this backstory and made the story keep going so that way one day he was found um (laughs) No, no, no. He was found participating uh, in some actions alone, without Self. clothes on. Self. Nope. Nope. I think... He was getting to know himself better. He was. And out, out in public. Out in public barracks. Right, 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 right. And he was discharged um, within... And he sure. was not even there a year. And it wasn't even... A dishonorable discharge. A dishonorable discharge. He was They were just like, okay, just leave. <laughs> and he still continued to get $25 or something from the army every month, or 50 bucks from the oh army every gosh. month. Oh my gosh. Because of that this. That is such an interesting situation. <laughs> and I don't know why they don't talk about this. Like, right. I Because he, not that it matters, but he was a ladies' man as well. Like, he played the field a lot in the 70s it was definitely a free love movement Mm -hmm. but just the fact that he was able to use this to be like because he joined the military yeah and then he was like you know what you guys i'm just too horny yeah (laughs) and then he ends up becoming one of the most influential guitarists of all time okay he ended up in nashville tennessee and he played with a lot of bands as like the backup Hell guitarist, yeah. mm-hmm. um, including Little Richard. Oh. Um, but none of them ever felt like he was able to do his thing. He always was back up to somebody else. Right. Little Richard had told him once that I'm the star of the show. You wear what I tell you to wear. Oh. Because, you know, Jimi Hendrix always had, you know, the psychedelic yeah. stuff on. Like, he always yeah. dressed 10 out of 10, yeah, you know? Yeah. And... Little Richard didn't like that very much. He wanted wow. to be the one that was... Standing out. Yeah. Yeah, so... Very interesting. interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a hard time kind of getting his feet underneath him because, you know, it was also still the 60s. Mm-hmm. And he was black. Mm-hmm. Uh, he moved to England in 66. And within months, he was chart-topping with his band, The Jimi Hendrix Experience. Whoa. Yeah. Within months, he met... Some of the where in England? I do not know. Okay, probably London. Probably, but within months he was chart topping, and it was things changed. Took the world by storm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, he started showing up in the USA probably about a year later Mm -hmm. with also chart toppers. Mm -hmm. Um, his last album came out in '68, which was called Electric Ladyland. Oh, cute. I love that. Yeah. Um, And it was number one in the U.S. for a very long time. Okay. He also was the headliner for Woodstock. Right. Mm-hmm. He also, which is very amazing to me, was the world's highest paid performer at the time. Nice. That's everybody. Yeah. World's highest paid performer. That's awesome. That is some cool... That's amazing. That's a, yeah, some legendary level right like he came from nothing and moved all the way up i'm not leaving <laughs> <in> there. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Oh. okay okay 
Um, so, fast forward a little bit. He was spending some time with his then-girlfriend, partner, Monica Daneman. <laughs> the story goes, 11 p.m., she made him dinner. Oh, no. And they ate together and had some wine. 1.45 a.m. on September 18th, she drove Jimmy, so Monica drove Jimmy over to one of his buddy's houses, mm -hmm. and picked him up at 3 a.m., Okay. Monica and Jimmy chatted from three to seven, from what she said. Jesus Christ. I know. Like, I would be... Asleep? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Granted, 27 is a young age, you know, you youngin. <laughs> um, but they finally went to sleep at, like, seven. She woke up at 11 a.m., and he was breathing, but she was unable to wake him. Mm. She called the ambulance, and the ambulance got there at 1127. Mm -hmm. um, he was pronounced... Ominous. Yep. He was pronounced dead at 12.45, September 18th. Oh. Um, his cause of death was ruled asphyxia while intoxicated with barbiturates. Yeah. Um, so basically what they think happened is he, Monica admitted that he took nine of her prescribed Vesperex pills. Okay. Which was a sleeping pill. Which is 18 times the recommended dose. Oh, my gosh. And that drug is no longer used in any country. Whoa. Um, he, at that point, choked on vomit while he was asleep yeah. and unable to wake. He was indicted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame mm -hmm. um, in 1992. Oh, that hurts my heart. What a I know. huge loss that to one the was, world. Yeah, and it was just over... But once again... Both of these, like, nobody was there, or, I mean, Monica was there, but, like, it just... Yeah, it just happened. Just happened. Like, yeah. it's not... So, all of these are huge losses, but they also... All of these people are just considered geniuses. Yes, yeah. So, less than a month later, let's talk about the next one. Man. Mm-hmm. So oh, this that's is right. You said it was boom, boom, boom. For, there's four of them that are all yeah. right next to each other. And this is when the club, these I'm calling them the founding uh, <laughs> people of this club, unfortunately, because this is when it became yeah. a thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, the next one is going to be a Miss Janice Joplin. Love her. She was born Jan January 19th, 43, and lived until, well, yeah. she was born January 19th of 43. Mm-hmm. <laughs> When she was a kid, uh, she was big time bullied in her school because she was an overweight woman mm -hmm. or kid, and she also had a very hard home life. In 1967, she was noticed and rose to fame almost immediately, um, and she joined a psychedelic rock band, which was like a type of rock Sick. band, called Big Brother and the Holding Company. Okay, dope-ass name. I know, right? Yeah. And they just would call each other Big Brother, and she would be the singer. She's, okay. I am a big fan of Janis Joplin. Yeah. Um, she left them after the two albums because she wanted to go solo and just have a backup band. So, mm -hmm. like, Janis Joplin or whatever. Mm -hmm. She did also go to Woodstock and played at Woodstock as well nice. um, with the band Full Tilt Boogie Band. Love it. I love them. I love all these cute names. I have to look at what Janis Joplin looks like. Adorable. She had a very, yeah. very interesting life. 
However, uh, yeah, she is adorable. Yeah. She, um, was one of the first celebrities to have a longtime girlfriend. Um, she was dating a guy for a long time that she was engaged to and things were looking up for her. Mm -hmm. But then she came back to the States and started getting involved in, you know, more, more of the funsies, more of the stuffy stuff. Mm -hmm. Her songs were actually still chart toppers months and even like a year after her death. Um... Sunday, October 4th of 1970, so less than a month after Jimmy, mm-hmm. Janice Joplin was found on the floor of her hotel room by her road manager and friend, John Cook. Dang. Janice did not like to spend time alone at all. Mm-hmm. Um, on Friday mm-hmm. night, so she was found on Sunday, on Friday night, both her, one of her best friends, Peggy Caserta, and her fiancé, Seth Morgan... We're supposed to come over and keep her company Friday mm-hmm. night and stay with her. And neither of them showed up or called. <gasps> oh. Uh, Why? Janice was very upset that neither of them showed. Yeah. And then later Saturday night, Peggy, which was the her friend, um... Tried to call her, mm-hmm. and the front desk, because she was staying at a hotel, said that Janice was not taking any calls, because mm-hmm. she was mad. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had admitted, after Janice died, that she was waiting until later that night to call her, because she knew that Janice would be mad. <gasps> um, her fiancé, Seth, finally reached Janice Saturday night, and they were in a recording studio when he was on the phone with her, mm-hmm. and 25 people... Roughly had heard mm-hmm. the call. And by the end of the call, all they know is that Janice was very, very, very angry. Okay. And that was the last time anybody spoke with her. Wow. Um, her death was ruled an accidental heroin overdose. Because mm-hmm. her dealer got stronger heroin than normal. Mm. And there were actually several of his other clients, if you will, that had OD'd from this batch of heroin. God. Yeah. So it's a whole Ugh. whole thing. And I got uh, banned on Facebook the other day for saying reposting um, a, a, a picture that said "fuck fentanyl," mm-hmm. and in my in my comment I said uh, "kill your local dealer," mm-hmm. and I got banned from Facebook for calling. Really? Oh my <laughs> this god! Incites violence. I'm like, I'm inciting the right kind of violence. Thank you very much. <laughs> now we're going to talk about the Lizard King. Oh. Mr. Mojo Rising, or Jim Morrison. Okay. Those were his other names. I don't know much about this person. Okay. My dad's... Okay. My dad's favorite artists growing up were the Rolling Stones and the Doors. Okay. So, I grew up listening to the Doors. Oh, that's right. He Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was the lead singer of the Doors. I'm yep. going to play you one of my favorite songs real quick, just mm-hmm. like the intro, so you could hear it. Okay. Uh, so you know who we're talking about. He was known as, all of these people were so, like, the most influential of this, the most influential of that. He was known as the most influential frontman in history. So he's the one that, like, created this, him and Mick Jagger, which was the Rolling Stones, were the Mm -hmm. ones that created the style that, like, Harry Styles is doing right now. Right, 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 right. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right on. Right. Yeah. Like he's, and I grew up listening to that, and that's all just baby making music. So like, <laughs> realistically, I grew up with baby making stuff. Maybe that's why I'm. I'm not going to go into my mm-hmm. problems. <laughs> he also was the one that founded <laughs> the the band. Um, he was known as a singer, songwriter, poet. And actually had done a lot of spoken word, oh, okay. which I thought was a very interesting little uh-huh. twist up in there. One of the most influential frontmen in history, like I said. Um, the Doors started in 65. They were quickly picked up and quickly went to stardom. Mm-hmm. Of all the different ones that I've talked about, they were probably the fastest from going to A to B. With okay. it. By... 1967, Light My Fire, which is one of their still top songs, was the top of the... Light My Fire, that song? Come on, baby, light my fire. Yep. Uh, Top of the charts, but within two years. Oh. So, like, and music was a huge thing at this point. Once again, um, of course, Morrison developed an alcohol dependency, um, which affected his performances. Mm Mm-hmm. There's uh, another story of him actually interrupting one of Jimi Hendrix's performances. Oh, no. Where he, it actually involves Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, and... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, all three of them. Um, And Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison was drunk and got on stage and grabbed the mic and told... Jim Morrison grabbed the mic and told the audience that he wanted to suck Jimi Hendrix's... Okay. You don't have to leave that in there. But, uh, and Janis Joplin, who had tried to date Jim Morrison at one point, pulled him off stage. Yeah, she's like, what the fuck are yeah. you doing? Because she was also a little bit of a drinker. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also history of Jim Morrison grabbing Janis Joplin by the hair and trying to pull her out of a oh, car. So, like, they... Gosh. All these people kind of knew each other. Yeah. They all kind of ran in the same circles. They were rock and rollers. It was a yeah. thing. Um, March of 1971, right after they recorded their last big hit, L.A. Woman, Mm -hmm. um, he decided to go to Paris with his then-girlfriend named Pamela at the time. Okay. And she had an apartment out in Paris, and he needed to get away from the scene for a bit, and so the band members were like, you know what, you're right, get out of here. While he was there, he gained a lot of weight. Okay. And also shaved his, as you saw his picture, like, he's got longer hair, shaved his head, shaved all of his beard, everything, and would call his friends regularly just saying how much time he spent alone, and he would just go for long walks by himself, and that he just, just sounded kind of sad and depressed. Yeah. (sighs) So on July 3rd, exactly... Two years after Brian died, mm-hmm. um, which was the first one of these four, right? Um, Jimi Hendrix was found dead in the bathtub by Pamela. Jimi Hendrix? Nope. Jim Morrison. Dang. Yep. Sorry, I was talking about too many gyms. <laughs> uh, Jim Morrison was found dead in the bathtub by Pamela, his okay. longtime girlfriend, Dang. at 6 a.m. Apparently, his last words were when he was in the bathtub, he asked if Pamela was still there. Oh. Um, the official cause... So she found him dying. Yeah. Well, he asked that, and she said, yeah, and then just let it happen. And then she went in, and he was dead. 
Oh, 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 so, oh, 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 I see. Uh, the official cause of death was heart failure. Oh. But no autopsy was ever actually performed. What? There's also many, as in upwards of 30, individuals and eyewitnesses of his death that, like, were police officers and examiners uh, uh. that state that they were required to sign something um, that were kept from the public about what they had found that day. Whoa. So a lot of police believe that it was a heroin overdose. Mm-hmm. Um, death by asphyxiation is another cause. Yeah. And they were trying to keep it out of the public spotlight just because their new song, L.A. Woman, was about to go Damn. big. So they think it was kind of related all in that big thing. Damn. Um, the Doors... Did not really do well after he passed. Yeah. He, that was kind of their front runner. Yeah. But they were entered in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1993. Wow. So most of these are within yeah. this. One fun fact. Okay. Nope. When I say fun fact, please know that I don't mean fun fact. <laughs> one interesting. One into tid. I was trying to. Okay. <laughs> Pamela. Okay. To Pam, too furious. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pamela Corson is also considered to be part of the Twenty Seven Club. Oh. She died at the age of twenty seven a few years after he did because she was younger. Yeah. Also of an overdose, Dang. and she was part of the rock and roll community because yeah. she was a longtime girlfriend of Jim Morrison. Yep. 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 So. Wow. So those are the main four. Um, those are the the starting four. Mm-hmm. So after this one, um, up in 1993, was I right? Four. 1994. 1994. Uh, we have Kirk, Kirk Cobain. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows Kirk Cobain. Yeah. Um, he was a genius songwriter. He was way ahead of his time. Created Nirvana founder, you know, um, was also a guitarist, was a songwriter, poet. He was dating Courtly Love at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, little, what is that, Courtly? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Cor- <laughs> curly Love. I'm trying to think of Curly Love. <laughs> yeah, Curly Love. Um, and they both had big heroin problems. Hmm. Kurt Cobain also had had suicidal problems in the past. Right. And had a lot of journals written about um, death. He had a very big fascination with death. Yeah. Anybody you ask about Kurt Cobain, he was murdered. Um, oh, however, yeah. the right, the correct thing on the autopsy report was suicide. Yeah. Um, okay. <sighs> and he died on April 5th of 1994, question mark, question mark, because it could have been the day before. They're not exactly sure of when he died. Um, and it was because he had five or six times the lethal, not legal, lethal limit of heroin in his body and still able to shoot himself with his non-dominant Whoa. hand. He was another one, also indicted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with yep. Nirvana. Mm-hmm. Um, Nirvana wasn't even around... I think they were around for like three to four years big. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's still talked about to this day. Yeah, it's incredible what an impact these people have. Mm-hmm. And one thing that that brought the 27 Club kind of back to the spotlight, because he was 27 at the time, mm-hmm. clearly, mm-hmm. is right after he died, 
in a public interview, in a public statement, his mother said, damn it, Kurt, you had to go off and join that stupid club. Oh. Yeah. And it brought the 27 Club back to resurgence, and that yeah. was in the early 90s. Yeah. Um, so that was another big one that had happened. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also Amy Winehouse that brought it back in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. She grew up, she was born in the early 80s, 1983, 914 to 1983. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a singer, songwriter, and she was from England and became this singing legend Mm -hmm. before she even was able to figure out what was going on with her life yeah um she had this amazing voice that had this grovelly tone it was something that people had not really heard before especially from somebody especially from a woman Mm -hmm. she also sung about really really deep things in her life and didn't give a shit what people thought about her Mm -hmm. But that also kind of came back to bite her in the ass. And she died July 23rd of 2011. Dang. um, From alcohol poisoning. Mm -hmm. That one is an also interesting situation because she was alone when it had happened. Mm -hmm. And she had just gotten out of rehab. Mm -hmm. You know the song? I was going to go to rehab. And I said, (laughs) nope. No, no. Something like that, yeah. Um... I love I've I've loved Amy Winehouse my whole life. I was devastated and yeah, I didn't really know much about her mm-hmm. because I listened to the old music yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah, that I just yeah. started finding out about her, and I really love her. She's amazing. She's my go-to karaoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whenever I go to karaoke, really, that's what I say. We've never Amy been karaokeing together. It takes a lot for yeah. me to sing in front of people. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna have to do this sometime. Um. I'm going to go over Kurt and Amy more so uh-huh. at a later time. But one more that I'm going to cover today in the 27 Club, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go over him very briefly, is probably what a lot of people consider is the OG member of okay. the 27, the 27 Club. Club. Mm-hmm. And that is a Sir Robert Johnson. Um, he was born on May 8th of 1911. Was he a knight? You said no. Sir Robert Johnson? No, I just meant, Oh, like, you were just being polite. <laughs> I was just being polite. Sorry. It's okay. Sorry. May 8th of 1911. I was like, oh, good yeah. tidings. Yeah, good tidings. Good tidings, sir. sir. No, he was um, a slave. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is going to... Yeah, this is going to get pretty dark pretty fast in this one. Um, but he was born in Hazelhurst, Mississippi, which Miss is not... Best place for mm-hmm. black people at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's considered one of the best blues players of all time. Amen. But he's also known oh, no. for the devil at the crossroads. <gasps> Long story short, he made a deal with the devil and sold his soul to be the best guitar player in history. Um, however, if you want to learn more about Mr. Johnson, I'm going to stop this episode right here. Catch us. On Patreon. On the flip side. <laughs> on the flip side. Yes. Because um, we are now going to be doing a Patreon. And mm-hmm. my first Patreon is I'm going to go over each member of the 27 Club. We are going to finish recording that now. Mm-hmm. And we'll I'm have, so excited. When do we want to <laughs> have this out by? Uh, We'll have it out by sometime next week. Yeah. 
check look out on our Instagram. Um, I at stir the pot. This episode will become oh yeah at stir the pot underscore pod. Yeah. This episode comes out Tuesday. This coming Tuesday. Uh huh. Which is the today's the eighth. Yeah. Tenth. Eleventh. To the eleventh. So we'll say it'll come out next. It'll be on Patreon next Tuesday. Yeah, by next Tuesday. <laughs> but yeah, find us on Patreon. Yep. Um, at stir the pot underscore pod. Yep, yep, yep. Also on Instagram at stir the pot underscore pod. And if you need an update about that, and we haven't posted an episode here, just check our Instagram. Yep. Yep. But <laughs> we're gonna talk about the devil in the crossroads. I'm super excited to hear about this. Oh, this one. I'm super excited. I am going to post a picture of my cat this morning. She got really exhausted (laughs) of me researching this episode and she didn't like it. But this was something that, from everything I read about, this is a crazy story. And a lot of people blame him for all of the deaths in the 27 Club. Right, because he started the trend of Mm -hmm. making the deal with the devil for fame. Uh So do you think the deal was like, I'll give you... A insane amount of fame, but you're going to die when you're 27? And he was like, okay. I actually am going to talk about the deal. Okay. And I'm going to talk about... This is going to... His alone is going to go in 18 different directions. Uh. Because not only am I going to talk about how his deal was with the devil, I'm going to talk about how his deal might have been with another famed star, but was also kind of done weird. How it could have been with God... How oh. it could have been with Papa Legba, which is a voodoo voodoo. Scary. About how he sings about hell and hellhounds in mm-hmm. his songs. It's going to be a very interesting... It, I dove into this yeah. full force. And on that episode, too, I am going to play for you this one song yep. that's recorded that I made you listen yep, to earlier. You it to me earlier. Where... It's Eric, crazy. Eric Clapton, which, in case you guys don't know, is one a very famous guitarist yep. as well, and a lot of other guitarists have studied his music mm-hmm. and can't figure out how he plays the way he does. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so that's going to be on Patreon. Wow. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so, so happy I get to hear it yeah. now. <laughs> I know. You're like, I'm just so ready. I get to hear it now. <laughs> but. I have quick little fun fact. Mm-hmm. Both me and my sister... Uh, I, well, I have, I took guitar lessons for a very long mm-hmm. time from this guy and my sister's learning from him now, mm-hmm. um, who was like famous in an eighties hair metal band. That makes me so happy. Yeah. And he still has eighties hair metal hair. Like he's got oh my big, poofy <laughs> hair still. That makes me so happy. <laughs> he's fucking awesome. That makes me really happy. I know. I wish I could say his name on here, but I'm not just gonna dox myself like that. No, don't do it. Um, I wish that I was taught guitar by an 80s hair metal guy. Yeah, he was fucking awesome. I wish I had 80s hair. And my little sister's a rocker now. I I didn't stick... I'm I'm more of an Uh acoustic-y gal, but my little sister's like yeah. Fucking shredding it. Yeah? Yeah, it's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm sure he likes her much better than he liked me. <laughs> Not at all. You like the kachus? The kachus? Whoa. <laughs> on that a note, a, uh, I want pasta. Okay, oh, on that note. Fuck, I want me too. I need chapstick. The reefer review. Bam, bam, bam. What are we smoking in today? The tropical... Tropical smoothie. Yep. Is that what it's called? Nope. Oh. Tropical shit show. Tropical oh. storm. Tropical 
Shipwreck. Oh. Shit show wasn't fun. Way better. <laughs> Neither was smoothie. Yeah, you're right. Neither was smoothie. Um, I feel great. I'm ready to yeah, record another awesome. episode. This is I know. great. I also really like this bong. I know. It's amazing. It's uh, amazing. Not to toot my own horn, but toot toot. toot yeah, toot toot, toot, toot toot for sure, Z's. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, so I'm going to give this... This was the one to mix with sativas. Mm-hmm. We mixed it with what we had, so uh, whatever we had. Um, <laughs> Unknown. And I, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. Usually at this I'm point... I'm feeling pretty balanced, which is nice. Right. Like, I'm pretty high. Yeah. But, like, I also don't feel like I need to take a nap. Because usually by the end of the episode, I'm ready to take a nap. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Or, like, I can't I need to take a break. make my brain think anymore. Right. Yeah. Like, I feel like after this, we'll go take a quick do whatever. Yeah. Gotta get some chapstick before I, I gotta, blow my I got a pee pee patty. But <laughs> I, uh, this is 10 out of 10. Yeah. Well, nope. Nope. It's 5 out of 5. Mm-hmm. But remember, even though it's all 5 out of 5 puffs, it's still only Puff Puff, puff Pass. All right, y'all. Well, please check out our Instagram at stirthepot underscore pod. Uh, and if you go to Bud Love. Ah. Oh, yeah. We have. We have a code. I a code. I forgot. We got our first, first code, guys. Our first code. Our first discount code. I'm really excited. So. So excited. We better go. Okay. So it's at Bud Love Mixer. That's B-U-D-L-U-V. Nope. <laughs> It's at Bud Love Mixer, B U D L O V E M I X E R. And that's use, their Instagram. That's their Instagram. And if you go to their site and use the code Love L O V E fifteen, take fifteen percent off your uh, Bud Love order. Right on. Try it. It's really good. Yeah. I really and it's at least here in Illinois, <laughs> it's cheaper than weed. So. Mm. It's a good oh, mix, yeah. so that way you're helps not... Helps it last longer, too. Mm-hmm. Helps it last longer. Interesting. And it gives you definitely a mix of um, the high high and a new kind of high. It's very unique. 10 out of 10. Nope, 5 out of 5. Let's get out of here. I gotta stop talking. <laughs> Let's get out of here. And remember, y'all, Hufflepuffs are particularly good finders. Stay dangerous. What the hell is a Hufflepuff? <laughs>